0: Let's pursue an abundant life. Do you struggle with decision overwhelm? Like, do you ever find yourself locked in in indecision because you're afraid of making the wrong decision? And you just keep thinking, if only I knew, like, how this was all going to turn out. Like, if I just... Somebody could tell me the decision I need to make. It would just make it so much easier. Are you one of those people who just need all your ducks in a row before you take that first step? You can't see me right now, but I'm raising my hand because my entire life, I've been one of those people who needed all my ducks in a row and I needed their names, their date of birth and their blood type before I could make one move forward. I was the queen of overthinking, and when I did make a decision, I'd spend the entire time worried that I had just made the wrong decision. But to live a successful life, you've got to make decisions. I mean, it's just part of life, but why does it have to be so hard? Like, don't you wish making decisions could just be simple? Well... I'm gonna share a secret that will make decision making easier and it's actually the key to living a successful life. But what's gonna freak you out the most is how utterly simple it is. The secret is taught to us through an animated Disney movie and if you know Matt and I, then you know how obsessed with Disney we are. And of course, you know I'm going to talk about Disney at some point on this podcast. And if you don't know, let me just give you a little backstory. Matt um, was the Disney fanatic. He fell in love with the Disney parks when he was, I guess, maybe about 11 um, when they went on a family vacation. And then when we got married 15 years ago, he'd spent all day like listening to podcasts like Lou Mangiello and reading everything he could about Walt Disney as a person. I grew up in Southern California, so Disneyland was just kind of part of my life. You would just go there on the weekends, and I just loved going as a kid. And we both grew up watching the movies, and over and over again. And still to this day, we will rewatch our favorite Disney movies. So we just both have a very deep, deep love for Disney. Um, and about five years ago, I guess, uh, Matt and I decided to start this Disney blog called Yoho Disney. And it was just like a hobby and that came together. We came together as like a creative outlet for our love of Disney. And what we actually discovered was this amazing Disney community. We had no idea there were so many other people out there yes, adults, um, that loved Disney as much as we did. And so we just really found um, an amazing community of people just loving their childhood movies and parks. I mean, it didn't take us long to realize like, okay, if we're going to really grow this and really, you know, make this part of our um, life, uh, it's going to be expensive going down to Walt Disney World, because we lived in St. Louis at the time, you know, like a trip is like, Five thousand dollars and i just remember one day we were like what if we moved closer to disney like what if we just moved it's like one of those moments where you're like is that even an option in your life like can people just move and to move because they love disney i mean who does something like that? Like, I don't know very many people who just move. I mean, that sounds like crazy people. And let me tell you, when you tell someone you're moving your family of six across the country to be closer to Disney, their look confirms, yes, that is crazy. But we thought, you know what, what's the worst thing that could happen? And we have to load up our U-Haul and move back to St. Louis? I mean, that's not so bad, right? I mean, we could handle that worst case scenario. So we made this move and let me tell you, it's been the craziest four years of our life. Like seriously, it's like been the wildest ride in the wilderness. We have grown so much as people since moving here And I actually have an episode with Matt coming out soon where we talk about some of the lessons that we've learned since moving to Orlando. It's gonna be like Yoho Disney Returns, but ultimately it was a magical turning point in our lives. It gave us the opportunity to start our company, Lillian & Co., and that is a dream come true, for sure a dream come true. But it wasn't a dream that I ever knew I had. I don't want to say I stumbled upon it because I really don't believe in accidents, but it wasn't something that I ever planned to do. It was just sort of like grew out of Matt and I following our hearts just one tiny step after another. And if you've never heard of Lillian Co., it's a whimsical inspired jewelry and lifestyle brand where... We create bracelets and necklaces with some of like our favorite magical quotes on them. And I didn't want them to be just cute and fun. I wanted it to have a special meaning behind each piece. And so my hope was to take a quote that already brought you happiness and add encouragement, inspiration that you can apply to your life every time you wear one of those pieces. I would love for you to go check us out over on Lillianandco.com. Well, this last week we released a new bracelet over there and the quote was, do the next right thing. And it's inspired by Frozen 2. So the secret to living a successful life is found in the theme of Frozen 2 and that is do the next right thing. And if you haven't seen the movie or even if you have, Do the next right thing is one of the main themes of the movie, but especially there's a moment in the movie where Elsa and their snowman Olaf seem to be lost forever, and Anna is left alone in the cave, and all her hope is lost, but in her grief, she realizes that she must go on, and even though she has no idea what to do, she knows she can take one step forward and then another toward the light. She didn't have any answers or knew what to do, but she did know to at least do the next right thing. And of course, one decision led her to an answer, which led her to another answer until in true Disney fashion, Elsa and Olaf were saved and brought back to her and all was restored to its rightful place. And as soon as I planned to release this bracelet, I knew I wanted to talk about this topic here on my podcast because this phrase has been Matt and I's mantra for the past few years. We were first introduced to it from Matt's business mentor. As we were navigating through all the ups and downs of starting, running, and growing our business, anytime we got stuck and didn't know what to do, we'd look to our mentor who's been in business many more years than we have been, and we'd be like, what do we need to do? And he'd just simply say, well, what's your next right step? And then he'd go on to say, and once you've taken that step, ask yourself again, what's the next step? And you just do that over and over again. And if you make a wrong step, you stop, pivot, and then you make the next right step. I can remember the first time I heard this, I thought, there's no way it could be that simple. You mean there isn't a secret I've been missing? You mean to tell me the difference between successful people and unsuccessful is the fact that successful people keep taking the right steps. Now, I'm not going to lie, it was rather disappointing to know that that's all it takes because my whole life, I've been waiting for the big reveal of the secret sauce to life's success. But it also set us free from having to know all the answers and it relieved us from having to figure things out. It kind of made life just more bite-sized. So learning to make decisions and stick to them and be at peace with them has been a long journey for me. But today, I want to share some ways that you can begin practicing doing the next right thing in your life. This is going to be the key to creating a successful life because the more you practice doing the next right thing, the more success you will find in your life. So get a pen and paper and write these down because I don't want you to forget them. And if you're busy multitasking while you listen, I have created a free PDF that you can download for reference. You can find the link in the show notes or you can go to charitycraig.com slash pursuit podcast and click on the post called The Secret to a Successful Life. Number one, you're never going to know the end results. When it comes to making decisions in your life, there's no way of knowing what sort of chain reactions will happen because of your choice, especially when there's other people involved because you can't control how other people respond. And if you've ever seen any of the Back to Future movies, then you know that knowing too much of your future can really mess things up. The lamp we hold in life only illuminates the path a step or two ahead of us. This is how life works. Accept the beauty in not knowing and trust that just like a Disney movie, in the end, everything will work out. Number two, there's no decision that's so final you can't pivot and change your course. If there's a next right thing, that suggests to us that there's a wrong thing. And I know so many of us live in a life of indecision because of this very thing. Like you're terrified that you're going to make the wrong decision and regret it. And then you put a moral judgment on your choices and it adds another layer of uncertainty. I mean, if you take a step in the wrong direction, then you might make God mad or you might get rejected from your family. The thought of being rejected from others keeps us locked in fear of making a decision that we want. But here's the deal. Let's say you make a decision and you find out, oh, shoot, that was a mistake. Perfect. Pause. Pause pivot and do the next right thing. There's no such thing as a final decision. It's never too late for you. Sorry, Charlie. You can always make a change in the direction you're going and start down a new path. Just make sure to take the time to learn from your mistakes, grow and become a better person because of it. And I also want to say here that making the right decision doesn't mean you'll never experience pain, frustration, or setbacks. I think sometimes we get it in our head that the right path is free from potholes and roadblocks, and that is completely false. Let's go back to Matt and I's decision to move our family a thousand miles away. This was the first time in our marriage we made a decision that was purely based on it was exactly what we wanted to do. It made us happy and we went with it. And every step along the way and when we finally decided to go for it, it just felt right. Like all the doors just seemed to open up from finding the right house and the right school district to all of it just kind of opened itself up and worked out perfectly. Well, the day we moved to Orlando was in the middle of the summer in June, and we were beyond thrilled about this new adventure. We pull our car into the driveway of our house, and Christian, who was five at the time, begins to bawl. I mean, like, crying out of control. And we were like, Christian, what's wrong? And through the sobs, he wailed like, you said we were moving to Disney World. (laughs) So within minutes, we let the first child down with this move. And then I go to open the back of our SUV because I brought all of my little plant babies. Like they, I was so particular. We were selling off furniture. Matt was having to give away his childhood like baseball card collection just so we could have room. I was not leaving my plants behind. I spent all this time to strategically put all my pots in these boxes in the back of the SUV. Well, I go and open up the hatch and I guess in the travels, it all shifted Every single one of my plants came crashing down and hit the ground and shattered everywhere. And I was just like... Matt and I just stood there, and he just looked at me like, oh, no, and I had, like, all these tears in my eyes, and it was, like, all I could do to not cry with Christian, and so then we, you know, I recover, and then we begin to just unload the U-Haul because, you know, you only have a certain amount of time to get it back to the, the place or whatever, and so we get in the house, we start moving in boxes, moving in all of our stuff, and we notice, like, man, it's, like, really hot. Why is it so hot? It's like a sauna in here, and so we you know, we didn't think anything of it until we got done. And then it wasn't cooling down, only to discover that somewhere along the day, the air conditioner went out. So we were just sitting in a hot box. And there was nothing we could do because it was Saturday and we couldn't get a hold of anyone. So then Matt and his dad take the U-Haul back to the place or whatever. And on the way to returning it, the SUV gets a flat tire, so now his dad, Matt and his dad, have to change the flat tire on the lo- on the side of the road. Then we they drop off the U-Haul. Then we discovered that we, they charged us four hundred dollars more than we were quoted, and there was nothing we could do because they said we had to file a claim with the customer service. So. All of this happened within the first 24 hours we arrived to our new house. And so we were laying in the dark that night on our mattress with like, no sheets and sweat was sticking. I just laid there. And I just I told Matt, I'm like, if this didn't feel so much like home, I'd say we might have made a mistake And little did I know that was only the beginning. But with all the craziness that happened over these last few years, so much good and happiness has happened in our life since moving. So just because you run into setbacks and problems, that doesn't mean you've made a mistake. It just, that's how life happens sometimes. It just means you've got to do the next right thing. Number three, spend all your time worrying about your decision before. Before you make it. Then once you make it, trust your decision and let it go. So many times you make a decision and then you worry and obsess about whether you made the right decision or not. But the thing is, once you've taken the step, you've taken the step. You can't like take it back. So let go of the mental anguish of whether you shoulda, woulda, coulda made the other choice because you'll never know, right? You'll never know the outcome of the other decision and how it would have went. So don't spend your time thinking about it. Number four, trust yourself and the still small voice that leads and guides you. Everything you need to move forward is already within you. The kingdom of God is within you. You don't need to look outside yourself for the answers. Trust the journey. Trust that the answers will reveal themselves at the exact moment you need it. Make a decision, and once you make it, let go of all other options. Don't look back. Don't second-guess yourself or your trust in the voice that's guiding you. Always trust that you're making the next right choice. Number five, don't overthink things. Now, this is coming from an overthinker, but I've begun to force myself to make a decision as fast and as confidently as possible. I've begun to kind of like rate them in importance of decisions, like on a scale of one to 10. I mean, it's not like anything specific. I just kind of go in, it just kind of helps me in realizing, is this important or not? So like a one, it'd be something that has almost no impact on the bigger picture of my life. Like for instance, like, What should I order off the menu? Like, that's a one. Then there's a 10. So a 10 is probably something that's going to impact your entire life and those you love. For instance, should we move to Orlando? If I find the decision falls, you know, like below a six of importance, I make that decision as fast as possible. You know, like chicken or steak, chicken or steak. I trust myself. And as soon as it's time for me to place my order... I go with my decision, I close the menu, and I don't even think about it again. Then, if I love it, yay! If I don't, then I take a mental note to never order chicken here again, and I move on with my life. I don't ever complain about how dry it is or bland. I just simply state, it's not very good, and I leave it at that. Now, for bigger decisions, take more time, weigh things out, but ultimately do your best to tune into your intuition and listen to the voice of love within you and trust that no matter what you decide, just like a Disney movie, everything will end well. Everything. Doesn't mean you won't slam into some potholes or be forced to take some detours, but that's the way life goes. Just keep moving forward. Number six, Finally, you're never in the wrong place. You're never on the wrong road. You're exactly where you need to be. What if you find yourself in a mess because of a lot of wrong decisions, either by you or someone else? Well, you can start in the middle of your mess and you just do the next right thing. You take one step after the other until you walk yourself out of that cave and I have this phrase that I've heard someone say that said, you know, when you look at a mountain and you ask God to remove that mountain, he usually hands you a shovel. So you just start picking up the shovel one at a time, one decision after another. And you know what? Nothing is too bad or too far off course for you not to be able to find your way back to love and happiness. So here's my challenge to you. If you haven't watched Frozen 2, go do that now. It's a very cute movie, and it's a beautiful film of trusting yourself and doing the next right thing, and then begin to practice these six tips in your life to make life's decisions more bite-sized. You're capable of so much more than you ever realize. You're connected to the greater source, and you'll find that life is so much better when you trust the flow. Here's the recap. So many people find themselves locked in indecision because they're afraid of making the wrong decision. Through the animated movie Frozen 2, Anna reminded us that when life choices are in front of you and you have no idea where to go or what to do, if you simply look around and do the next right thing one step after another, you will be led to the light. To live a successful life, you must make decisions, and you just need to make the next right decision. You don't have to have it all figured out. You don't have to have all the answers. You will find your way to love and happiness. Here are six ways that you can begin to practice doing the next right thing. One, You'll never know how it ends, and that's okay. We can only see a couple steps ahead of us on our path. Number two, there's no decision that's so final you can't pivot and change course. You can always change the direction you're going and start down a new path. Number three, spend all your time worrying about your decision before you make it. Once you've made your decision, don't spend any more time worrying about whether it was the right decision. Accept it and move on to the next step. Number four, don't overthink things. Force yourself to make a decision as fast and as confidently as possible, especially if they're not big life decisions. Five, trust yourself and the still small voice that guides you. Trust the journey. Trust that answers will reveal themselves at the exact moment you need it. Don't look back, don't second guess yourself or your trust in the voice that's guiding you. Always trust that you're making the next right decision. Six, you're never in the wrong place. You're exactly where you need to be. Nothing is too bad or too far off course that you can't find your way back to love and happiness. You've got what it takes to create a life full of purpose and clarity. You're in the driver's seat of your life and you're the one holding the steering wheel. Don't let indecision keep you from going places your heart longs to go. Trust yourself with your life. You're made to live and love with a fullness and don't for a second think potholes and detours or a flat tire means you're doing something wrong. Life is life. It's exciting and complicated and an adventure that you deserve to take. And at the end of your life, if you've taken more right steps than wrong ones, you can count your life as one of success. So keep on moving forward and do the next right thing. Thank you again for joining me on this week's episode. Your love and support means the world to me, seriously. For you to take your time out of your day to listen to my podcast is a gift that I don't take for granted. You've got a special place in this world and we need your light. I'd love to hear from you. Come find me over on all the social channels as Charity L. Craig and let's chat. But before you go, will you share this episode with someone who needs to hear it? Also, don't forget to rate and review this podcast. It'll help get the word out to as many women as possible. But until then, do the next right thing as you pursue an abundant life.